We hope you'll enjoy this episode of Women Worth Knowing. Make sure you rate us on your podcast app, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Hello, this is Cheryl Broderson, and if you joined us last week, you know that I'm in studio with Jeanette Henning, who was the mother of Melissa Camp, and she's telling us just some of Melissa's story. And honestly, we're not going to tell the whole story in two podcasts because you wouldn't need the book. And I want you to get the book because I'm going to be reading the book. We might even have a book club on this book at Calvary Chapel. It's so fascinating. Um, I love the book to Melissa. If One Life. If One Life. I love this book because I've already um, looked at the pictures and the pictures. I love to to see the person um, that the book's about. And there's so many pictures from the time she was a little girl. And she does glow. Does she does glow in the pictures. Yeah. I, I have to yeah, say even that. without hair. That's right. <laughs> she does. Gorgeous. Just beautiful. Yes. So we were there when you were going to have to tell your daughter mm-hmm. at 4 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. that— the diagnosis, which exactly. was cancer all right. throughout her body. Right. So I'm sorry I to pick up to there. I love to tell this because okay. I love to tell it because it is so supernatural. And it and it will tell you exactly who Melissa is mm-hmm. in this little story. So as I'm crying through the night oh, and I am begging the Lord, what words do I say? I mean, what mm-hmm. do you say? She was 20 at the time. Mm. My beautiful girl with her whole life ahead of her, the mm. cancer is throughout her body. Mm. And the doctor did say, you know, he got all, he got all that he could possibly mm-hmm. get. He thought he got all of it, but, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So as I, I'm praying and asking the Lord for words, no words come to me. I just have no idea how even to start the conversation. And she starts to wake up and she goes, Mom, Mom, I'm not ready to hear the news yet, but how are you? Oh, my goodness. Are you okay, Mom? Mm. I go, yes, honey. And is everyone else okay? Yes, honey. Oh, and how's Miles? Miles McPherson was having surgery on his throat the same time she was. She goes, Mom, are you fasting for Miles? I go, yes, honey, I'm fasting. (laughs) I'm fasting. Okay, Mom. And then she went back to sleep, Mm. always thinking of someone else. Wow. Always, you know, Mm -hmm. praying for others, thinking of others, Mm -hmm. not herself. And then I'm going, oh, Lord. And then she began to wake up maybe about an hour later. She mm-hmm. goes, okay, Mom, I'm ready to hear the n- news now. Okay. And I didn't have to, I didn't need the words. If God doesn't give you the words, it's because you don't need them. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, Mom, was it cancer? Mm-hmm. I said, yes, honey. Oh, Mom, that is so great. God is going to do such amazing things. Wow. She goes, oh, the stones are going to get saved. The Stones are our neighbors who she loves so much and, you know, best friends with their children, our Mm -hmm. children, their children. Mm -hmm. And she was positive God was going to use this in a mighty way. She knew her God, and she knew he would not have her go through this unless he had a spectacular plan in mind for her. Wow. Which he did, an Mm -hmm. eternal plan, Mm. you know, that far exceeds a life that you can have on this earth right? as to what he was charting out what? for her. Mm-hmm. So as we began this um, little journey, all the, uh, the word began to get out, you know, all the friends, and she had lots of friends, all of her Calvary Chapel friends. And um, so word finally got to Jeremy. Mm. And he was, uh, uh, I think he was driving up to do worship up in Orange County somewhere. Mm-hmm. 
And a friend called him and said, you know, Melissa uh, just got out of surgery and, you know, it's cancer. And Jeremy's mm. just like, oh, my gosh. So he stops, he turns around, he comes back, mm. comes to the hospital. And I still remember that with him coming in, and I cleared everybody out mm-hmm. because I know I knew that she would just want to be mm-hmm. alone with mm-hmm. him. And so he got to have his alone time with her, and that's when she told him that if one life comes to know Jesus Christ mm-hmm. as their Savior, mm-hmm. because of what I go through, mm-hmm. it'll all be worth it. And mm-hmm. she really meant that. Mm-hmm. One life was that important to her, mm-hmm. that Jesus died for her, and she knew that he would have died for her if she was the one life, and she mm-hmm. was so willing to do that if others would come to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. So that's the other cute thing I want to tell about her is that she loved red and yellow roses, mm-hmm. and her friends just filled her room with red and yellow roses. Mm-hmm. And every time someone would come in to take her blood, a doctor, a nurse, an orderly, whoever it was, she would be, Mom, Mom, get him a rose, get him a rose, Mom. Aww. Every rose had to go out to somebody else. Aww. And I can remember mm-hmm. sitting in the hallway, and I would, you know, let other people go in and see her. And all of a sudden, I'd see someone with a rose. I'd go, oh, you saw Melissa. And they're going, oh, yes, you know. I mean, she just really ministered to people Wow, is what she did. And, mm-hmm. and she had a testimony in that hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, they used to call us the prayers. <laughs> oh, you guys are all the prayers because there would be so many people there praying for her. Mm-hmm. But she came home from the hospital, and, you know, we have this plan to have chemo after three weeks after she heals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, Jeremy did not come back to the hospital. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought he would. Mm-hmm. I, you know, she thought he would, but mm-hmm. he didn't. And she starts to have this um, intense feeling for him even more. Wow. And she would say, Mom, mm-hmm. I have to tell Jeremy I love him. Wow. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. I did have a little whoa at right. that you know, right. point, thinking, mm-hmm. oh, um, well, you know, mm-hmm. okay. And she's telling her brother, and she's telling me, I have to tell him. Mm-hmm. I know I have to tell him. Mm-hmm. And one night I'm doing the dishes. This is mm-hmm. probably a week, a week mm-hmm. into her recovery. Mm-hmm. Her bedroom was straight upstairs, front row, mm-hmm. kitchen. I'm in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and I hear a little tap, tap, tap on the door. Mm-hmm. And I go to the door, and it's Jeremy, 10 o'clock at night. And he goes, hey, he goes, can I see her? Mm-hmm. And so I go up, honey, Jeremy's here. Oh, yes. He was just so excited, so excited. And that was one of the best nights because um, Mark's and Mar- our bedroom was right next to her bedroom. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy went in there. And as Mark and I were in our room, we could hear them laugh. They always laughed. They had so wow. much fun together. Mm-hmm. They laughed and laughed and laughed, I think, until about 3 in the morning. Mm. And so this was the month of May. And there's a chapter mm. in my book called The Month of May, Aww. which is this love story mm. of Melissa going through cancer, mm. of her falling more in love with Jesus, mm. of her falling more in love with Jeremy, mm-hmm. of Jeremy falling more in love with Melissa. Mm. So at the end of the month, at the end of the month, mm-hmm. When she says, I love you, and Jeremy had always said to her, because he had told her, I love you before, and mm-hmm. I love you meant, mm-hmm. will you marry me? Wow. There was no, I love you, mm-hmm. and we'll see where it goes. Right. It's, I love you, and we're getting married. Mm. And so she said, I love you, and he says to her, you know why I can't say that back? Mm. Because if I say that back, mm-hmm. that means, will you marry me? He mm-hmm. says, that's, that's where we're at. Mm-hmm. And he says, and I, I you know, I, I need my, I need time because okay. she had broken up with him three times. Right, right. 
So he had this little struggle with the Lord, and he right. did have a struggle. Right. But the one thing that happened to him is that I had told him that one of the songs that administered to Melissa was Jenny Owen's song, If You Want Me To. Mm. If you want me to walk through the valley, mm-hmm. I'll, you know, if you want me to walk through the fire, mm-hmm. you know, that wow. awesome, yes. that was her heart. Mm. And I had told Jeremy about that when he was at the hospital. And when he left the hospital and he was driving back up to Orange County, that song came on. Oh, And he pulled the goodness. car over to the side of the road. And it kind of shows it in the movie. Mm-hmm. But it was the song that was playing when he hits the steering wheel, you know, and he's right. crying out to God. But at that moment, he just like knew when he cried out to God. And he said, if you want me to marry her, you know, you want me to marry her, you know, begging God to mm-hmm. let him know, I have to tell her I love her. She has to tell me. Oh, this was it. She has to tell me she loves me. Wow. So he prayed that before. Wow. She told him she loved him. So right. she started to feel this, right? you know, from the Holy Spirit, I think. Right. You need to tell her. Right. So by the end of the month, um, they were engaged, and we were planning a wedding mm. for the next uh, five months. Wow. As we walked this journey. So about uh, three months into this, uh, two months before her wedding, mm-hmm. you know, you go in for your scans. Mm-hmm. She just bounced through chemo. Wow. You know, we thought she was doing just great. Right. And as we go in for that, and we're all in the room, brothers, sisters, Jeremy, mom, dad, and the doctor comes in and says, well, there's a another growth on her other ovary. No. No. We're going to need to do surgery immediately. No. no. And the doctor meets with her and says, we're going to have to do a complete hysterectomy. This was... Two months before her wedding. And I can remember her saying to Jeremy and I, um, I want to talk to the doctor alone. Mm-hmm. So Jeremy and I walked out, and I remember saying to him, because just think about that. Mm-hmm. This yeah. young man who's so in love yeah. with her just finds out that his bride mm-hmm. needs hysterectomy. Yeah. I mean, They'll they love children, children mm-hmm. love children. Yeah. And, you know, Melissa loved children. She was a nanny. She was mm-hmm. a preschool teacher. She just... Mm-hmm. Love children. And so when I, I said to Jeremy, Jeremy, how are you, honey? Are you okay with this? Mm-hmm. And he goes, I am so okay with this. Mm. He goes, God had planned my life and prepared me for this from the time I was a child. Wow. And I consider it an honor wow. to go through with this with Melissa as my wow. wife. Wow. I want to go through this with her as my wife. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did I have doubts about him? No. <laughs> No, I had no doubts Mm -hmm. about entrusting Mm -hmm. my 21-year-old daughter, 20 at the time, Mm -hmm. to this young man who Mm -hmm. was also 21. Mm -hmm. She was 20, he was 21. So prayers, healing Mm -hmm. services, anointing services, Mm -hmm. um, you know, all the awesome Mm -hmm. pastors, so many healing services— I remember something around that time because mm-hmm. we were up here at Calvary. We'd mm-hmm. just come back from living in England. And I remember going to the Bible college and the kids mm-hmm. were all praying for Melissa. Mm-hmm. But they had gotten a little bit off and they were saying, do you have enough faith? Because if we just have enough faith, she'll be healed. And that's very difficult to navigate. Yes. And then somebody quoted your husband mm-hmm. and they said that he said, our faith is not in healing, but in the will of the Lord. Amen. And 
that was something that I I was so inspired right. that the father of Melissa could mm-hmm. say our faith mm-hmm. is in the will of the Lord. Amen. Amen to that. That was an amazing. Yes. And that, it, it's, and it's so not good. that we do not beseech the Lord. That's right. You know, we That's beseech right. him and beseech him until right. he says, I have a different plan. Right. Until he says no. Mm-hmm. And, and then our faith is in the word of God. Right. And what his promises. And yes. It's in eternity and in mm-hmm. heaven and in Jesus. You know, our faith is in a person. That's right. That's a person right. Yes. Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and not in an outcome. Mm-hmm. All the faith in the world and an outcome will not make it happen. That's it's right. in our Savior, Jesus. And yeah. I think this is like, you know, this story is 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 your husband and you and also your faith. Yes. Because, you know, M- Melissa went through this, Jeremy, mm-hmm. but for parents. Right. Parents going through this. Going through this. It's right. it's an incredible And it was journey. an up and down oh, journey. Yes. It, mm-hmm. it was a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So we go in for a hysterectomy, and um, this associate pastor comes, and his name's skipping my mind. But he wasn't a big-name pastor. We mm-hmm. had all the big-name pastors, mm-hmm. you know, love them all so much, who, mm-hmm. who came, prayed over mm-hmm. her, anointed her, healing mm-hmm. services, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But this was just a, you know, associate pastor that mm-hmm. came that morning, mm-hmm. and uh, he went in to see Melissa and Jeremy in, in the little room that they're in just before they take him into surgery. And he anointed her with oil, and he mm-hmm. prayed over her. Mm-hmm. And I remember Jeremy coming out and saying to me, you know, something happened in there. It mm. was different that time. Mm. It was something that happened. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. And so she goes into surgery, and and our doctor said that it would be about a five-hour surgery. Wow. So I was mm-hmm. prepared for the long haul. Mm-hmm. So I'm in front of that window again, looking out at that church with that cross. And mm-hmm. I'm pacing back and forth. And I'm everyone else, you know, left. You know, mm-hmm. Mark left to make phone calls. Uh, Jeremy went to call his parents. Uh, my daughter, Heather, went to the chapel that was right next door to where this uh, waiting room was. But Mama doesn't leave. No. No, I don't leave that hallway. I don't leave from in front of that room or that door that goes to where my daughter is. Right. And I'm just pacing and praying. And about an hour in, all of a sudden I see the door to the bad news room open up. Oh. And there's the doctor. And he says, Jeanette, Jeanette. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Mm. An hour and a half in, she must Mm. have died. Oh. It was supposed to be five Mm -hmm. hours. Mm -hmm. Calling me over. And I rush over to him, and I grabbed him around the neck, and I am weeping mm-hmm. in front of all these people. I'm just undone, mm-hmm. undone. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, no, Jeanette, listen, listen. I go, what? He goes, no, there was nothing there. What? And I went, what? He goes, no, I opened her up, and there was nothing there. It's gone. It was gone. Oh, my And goodness. I, it, my mind could not comprehend no. it. We pray for a miracle. Right. But when it happened, you're like, huh? You know, yes. you, you can't comprehend it. Wow. And I said to him, who he was not a believer. Right. I said, you mean a miracle? It was a miracle? <laughs> and he goes, I don't know how else to explain it. Wow. It was there on that can- wow. CAT scan, a four wow. centimeter growth wow. on her other ovary. Wow. And he goes, and there was nothing there. He goes, I left it completely alone. I saw nothing. He says, I did some deep... Um, 
tissue biopsies to see, but there was nothing in her. Mm. So I just closed. He didn't do the hysterectomy. He, wow. he goes, I want her to have her babies, to have her children. Oh. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, dear Heather hears me weeping and crying. And, you know, she rushes in also, you know, to this thing. And my whole thought then was, I have to find Jeremy. I have to find right. Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And so I come out of the room. And right then, Jeremy was coming off the elevator. And it was wow. like one of these slow motion scenes, you know, right. like when you're running towards the person. Right. It felt like that to me. Right. As I'm yelling. And I'm going, Jeremy, Jeremy, she's healed. She's healed. And he's coming off the elevator, running towards me. What? What? I said, she's healed. And, you know, he he also, the news is so astounding. You don't know what to do with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I so wish they had put this part in the movie. Oh, yes. Because it was so beautiful. But he, it's in the book. It's in the book. <laughs> it is in the book. I so always like books better. Yeah, he starts, like, running back and forth like he didn't mm-hmm. know what to do running back and forth, and then he came in front of that window where the cross was, and he just fell to his knees, and he lifted his hands to the sky, and he's praying out loud in front of all the other people that are waiting for their news, for their good news, for their bad news. And he is praising Jesus in front of all of these people. Mm. And so we wait, and we're praising God and praising God. And, you know, they will Melissa out, and literally— she is glowing. I mean, how can you go through yes. all of this wow. and glow? Right. And it is the Holy Spirit right. glowing. And he leans down to her. Melissa, Melissa, you're healed. And she grabs him by the neck. I guess we're neck holders. Yes. You know, we're yes. neck grabbers. And she pulls him down to her. And she's going, what? What? And he's, you're healed. You're healed. And this is what she says. Oh, Lord, that you would do this for me. Wow. For me. Wow. So humble. Wow. Just a humble, sweet. Child. Yes. Yes. Praising, praising God. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, wheel her into the room, you know, and we're all there and a nurse. And many times nurses, it's very hard for them to see uh, patients, especially I think young people who are mm-hmm. ill, who have cancer and you know how awful it is. So they kind of detach. Mm-hmm. They don't look you in the eye. They just come in and do their, their work. And Melissa was always trying to connect with them. And this mm-hmm. nurse comes in, and she's doing the things mm-hmm. that she needs to do. And she re- Melissa reaches out and touches her so that the lady will look at her. And she says to her, do you know God? <laughs> you know, and it was just such an amazing mm-hmm. time of her, you know, being able to have such joy. And then she says to me, Mom, give me the phone. Give me the phone. I have to call the Stones, wow. the first people she wants to call. Wow. Wow. Were her people she was praying for for such a long time mm-hmm. to get them on the phone and to say that there was a miracle. And we were so full of joy. And I remember my youngest daughter and her friend putting a message on our voice. You know, we believe in miracles, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So, yes. you know, everybody was rejoicing and thinking that this was so great. And I remember the doctor um, looking at Melissa and say, and Jeremy, have your wedding, get married, mm. go on your honeymoon, go have your babies. Mm. He gave them such a hope, right. such a beautiful, beautiful hope right. that there were mm-hmm. children in their future. And there mm. definitely was for Jeremy. That's right. You know, right. And uh, how long was Melissa um, cancer free after that? Okay, so that was um, two months before her wedding. Mm. We had this amazing. Mm-hmm. Wedding at Horizon in Rancho Santa Fe. Oh, that's and a beautiful campus too. Yes, and, right. Uh, mm-hmm. 
mean, Melissa loved that church, and she worked in their youth group, and, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was wonderful. And Jeremy's dad did the service, and there was like 600 people there. And I had people say to me, I think I felt like the rapture was going to happen, <laughs> you know, because it was just such a spirit-filled thing. They both sang, oh. uh, sang together. Oh, I love that so much. They're in, um, I do have copies of that. She has a website, melissalindcamp.com, where you can see the whole wedding on it if you want oh, to. Oh, wonderful. Mm-hmm. So there was the wedding. There was the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. They got to go to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And when she got home, I could tell she was sick. Mm-hmm. So then we went through this uh, three and a half months after her wedding mm-hmm. journey of fighting cancer, mm-hmm. fighting, fighting, mm-hmm. fighting. And she'd say to me, Mom, when you have a husband, the fight is different. Mm. I want to fight for him. But with every news, she would say to me, um, she was always ministering to me, mm. you know, helping her mom get through this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Helping mom. Mm. Ah, she loved me so much. I miss mm. that the most, how much she loved me. Mm-hmm. But she'd say, Mom, God's ways are not our ways. God's wow. ways are beyond our finding out. Wow. So we had more journey, which is mm-hmm. amazing. There's another healing in her path. Mm. <laughs> he didn't just give her one healing. He gave her another healing. Mm. So, yes. So in the book, there, there are details to this journey. And then the, a little bit of the after, mm-hmm. af, after journey, too, which is... Uh, mm-hmm. and, and then in this book, too, her prayers and her prayers during this time... Yes. And also, and I love the fact that you said that you're really honest in the book because mm-hmm. I think that that mm-hmm. honesty allows for more grace uh-huh. because there are others who are going through these things and then they feel so much guilt over their doubt exactly, or their anger yes, or their uh, self-pity. You know, why us? Why exactly. me? Why her? And then also, I, I know uh, that time that you'll say, Lord, I don't think this is such a great plan. I have a better plan. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we're figuring out for God, like, this is the plan I would rather have. It's not my plan. That's right. This is not my plan. That's right. You know, I say, well, you know, she could have won millions of people to the Lord if she had stayed here. Right. But no, God had, and she has something that she said that I think is so, so powerful in her journals. Lord, only you know whether my life or my death will bring you more glory. Mm. She was so willing for that. Wow. To give her life. Mm-hmm. I love this one too. Big or small, I'm willing for it all. The journey is ours. Let's go. Wow. She was willing for anything, mm. anything mm. to give up her life, knowing mm-hmm. that God would produce so much more fruit from her life, but yet fighting for every every mm-hmm. moment to, to be here and to be a witness, which she definitely Definitely was. And I'd love to tell the story of what happened in the hospital and if there are more healings, but mm-hmm. you let me know the time frame. So, Well, we've got about five to six minutes. Is it a five to six minute story or is it a... Yes. Oh, yes, please then. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. I would love it. And that's what we will end with. And then uh-huh. again, this is a book that you're going to want to read. Yes. You know, So that you really know what faith, mm-hmm. what faith really is and what this beautiful life that God has given us and what the purpose of this life mm-hmm. is. It's not for our, and Melissa would say, it's not for my present happiness. It's for mm. my eternal happiness. I love that. So we're in the hospital the last the last two weeks. I never left the hospital mm. for two weeks. Right. You know, did my hair in a sink. <laughs> you know, you sponge bake. Mm-hmm. And 
as she began to get sicker and sicker, but it was a beautiful two weeks uh, of, of them being able to have have different young couples come and being able to share. You know, you love to right. share your love story right. and your engagement story. Right. And so they had a precious uh, two weeks in, in the hospital. And the doctor said to me, you know, she, I think she's only got about a day, mm. probably tomorrow. Mm. And uh, so I woke up that morning. We all spent the night there. I woke oh, right. up that morning and went into her room and opened up all the curtains. I wanted the light come in. And, right. And put on the worship. We always had worship music mm-hmm. playing. Mm. Put on worship music. And people started coming from all over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joey Boran was always on K-Wave, always mm-hmm. asking for prayer, mm-hmm. always keeping people informed. You know, the world was praying for her. And the mm-hmm. the room was filled with people, mm. which I wanted them to all go away. Right. Go away, right. people. Who are you? Right. You know what? Right. I want I just, my baby alone. I want my right. baby. I just yes. wanted the family to be mm-hmm. there. Right. And anyway, they were all there, and, and she hadn't really been conscious, really conscious mm-hmm. for a good 24 hours or, or more. And so uh, I just had this thing that I wanted to sing to her, and I'm mm. not a singer, but I just wanted to sing to her, and I asked Terry, Jeremy's mom, Will you sing with me? Let's sing Heaven is a Wonderful Place. Oh, yes. And Terry was on one side and I was on the other side. And I started to sing the old salty version, you know, You're Heaven right. is a Wonderful Place. And yeah. she started to sing the other version. And, you know, we're, you know, we're yes. singing away. And all of a sudden, Miss Melissa woke up. Mm. She woke up strong and she looked at her mom and she goes, no, no, no. And that's to you. To me. Yes. She's telling me no. Yeah. Don't you be singing heaven. <laughs> I'm thinking, well, what? What's happening? Mm-hmm. No. And then she says, Jeremy, Jeremy. And he comes over she, and she goes, it's all gone away. It's wow. all gone away. And he goes, what? What? It's all gone away. In other words, and I looked mm-hmm. at her tummy where I had been able to see tumors through her mm-hmm. tummy. Mm-hmm. I didn't see anything. Wow. There was nothing there. Mm. And I'm looking at her. And he says to her, and he's so close to her, and he mm-hmm. goes, what, what, are you healed? And she goes, yes, yes, I'm healed. And we're all stunned. She proceeds to sit up, to get up out of her bed and wow. starts to walk towards the bathroom. Wow. We are all in complete shock. Shock. Right. Nurses run in, and they're like, get back in bed. I go, she can do whatever she wants, mm-hmm. believing Mm-hmm. I mean, this was another, like, miracle. This was almost like a Lazarus moment where mm-hmm. she's, mm-hmm. you know, declaring that she's healed. And then, you know, people, nurses got her back in bed, and she fell asleep. And Jeremy wants all the them to take the meds, mm-hmm. pain mm-hmm. meds down. And he wants a sonogram to show, mm-hmm. the prove to them that she's mm-hmm. healed. And I'm going, honey, they're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. They won't do that. Mm-hmm. And so he's, they started to take her off the pain meds. And I'm not mm. going to go into this part because it's too hard for me. Oh, yes. Because this is a part of, of consciously seeing my daughter dying and mm-hmm. watching it and, and understanding what's but happening. this is in the book? Yes. Well, I appreciate that. Yes, it's in, it's in the book. That's got to be grueling to write, but... Grueling to write, but... So this is the thing. So um, when she finally took her last breath and we were all in the room... Mm-hmm. And saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. Except Jeremy was not in the room, Heather mm-hmm. and me. and Because mm-hmm. um, he, was, he was just falling apart. He was mm-hmm. in a little room mm-hmm. right, right next. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he came in the, he came in the room and I'm saying to him afterwards, the only thing I, I could say to him, I'm so sorry. I was weeping mm-hmm. for Jeremy as much as I was weeping for myself. Mm-hmm. It, seeing this young man mm-hmm. uh, go through this, who had so mm-hmm. much faith, who believed, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. talk about if we have enough faith, you couldn't right. have more faith right. than they did or that right. all of us did. That's right. And Heather walked over and she pushed the button on the CD player and put on their favorite song that they had been singing, I will praise you, Lord, my God, even in my darkest mm-hmm. hour, I will praise you, Lord. Mm-hmm. And we raised our hands, mm-hmm. all of us, around mm-hmm. the bed. And Jeremy couldn't get his hands up. You know, he's trying those big, strong arms. He couldn't raise them. Mm-hmm. And Tom, his dad, came behind him and grabbed hold of his arms and pushed them up. And he held those arms straight to the sky for the entirety of that song as we continued to praise the Lord. And even when my world is shattered, I will praise you, Lord. Mm -hmm. Even when all hope is gone, Mm -hmm. I will praise you, Lord. Mm -hmm. And when that was over, I looked at my family. My son was on the ground in a fetal position, Mm -hmm. weeping. My Megan ran out of the room mm-hmm. screaming. She was only 18. Mm. So difficult to mm-hmm. lose the, mm-hmm. the person they all loved more than anyone in the world. Right. Each one and of their them. Their best friend. Their best friend, their mm-hmm. everything, all of them, mm-hmm. all of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it was uh, difficult, but what I said was, this is why we believe. Yes. This yeah. is what we believe. Yeah. We don't believe in healing. Mm-hmm. We believe. In heaven, we believe in eternal life. That's we right. believe we have a Savior who died for our sins so that we could enter his presence, absent from the body, present with the Lord instantaneously. It's exactly where she always wanted to be. It's where she craved to be. She craved intimacy with God, which is why I wrote the second one, the second book that I have. Yes, and is, it, yes. is um a devotional journal, mm-hmm. which also has her journals in it, uh, has a devotional written by me, has tons of scripture and Bible study uh, throughout it. But it's craving intimacy with God to answer the questions of all these young women and people who asked me, how can I have a faith like Melissa? And, uh, you know, and it is through the word of God, definitely. And, you know, um, if you go to Gracious Words and you go to Women Worth Knowing, we will have pictures and feature those books so you can just look at it and then you'll know um, to buy it and what you're looking for. But I think the journal is a must. And I think for a youth group, it would be so good to go through that journal together mm-hmm. and to talk about those feelings. Um, Jeanette, thank you so much mm-hmm. for this. I This oh, is my like honor and pleasure for sure. Oh, wow. This was just... Uh, so wonderful to hear the story of Melissa. I bet she's going to be one of the most sought after people in heaven to meet <laughs> and to talk to. And uh-huh. I like to say we're going to Gabriel's Cafe. Yeah, so we like want to thank you for joining mm-hmm. us on um, Women Worth Knowing. And definitely Melissa, um, Janet, and others are such women worth knowing. And uh, to find out more, and you're going to want more of this story, please get the book. Thank you again. We'll be back next week. And I think we're back to the reformers. So please join us next week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Women Worth Knowing with Cheryl Broderson and Jasmine Allnett. For more information on Cheryl, visit CherylBroderson.com or follow her on Instagram or Facebook. 
You can also follow Jasmine on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. If you think there is a woman worth knowing, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at wwk at cccm.com. We hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Make sure you've subscribed and don't forget to rate us on your podcast app and share it with friends. Thank you again for listening to Women Worth Knowing with Cheryl Broderson and Jasmine Allnutt.